Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our monthly Align with the Stars call with Kim Balkaner. I'm Jeanette Ma, and this is where we invite everyone to come bring their charts and play with looking at the latest astro weather. And Kim, with the newsletter that you sent out yesterday, I saw we've got a couple of things to take a look at today. Yeah, well, I thought it'd be good to have options today <laughs> because uh, there there is a lot going on. I mean, there's always a lot going on out there, and we pick one or two things. But I thought it'd be nice to have a a, a bit of an array to, to look at. Um, obviously, we're not going to look at everything in everyone's uh, chart, but we can take a uh, take a peek at what seems to be the most relevant. And there's some pretty cool stuff happening. Uh, number one. Neptune has been direct since mid-June. I mean, sorry, has been retrograde since mid-June is going direct on November 23rd. And the cool thing about that is that these the outer planet transits, the way they go um, direct and retrograde are in really large cycles, big chunks of time. And they have these kind of overarching um meta story <laughs> arcs for us and so things thought up or begun or coming to some kind of um culmination well, the kookaburras are going crazy out there i don't know if you can hear them <laughs> going wild that's a good sign uh it, it, what they represent uh anything in in june that was really coming to a peak and you were maybe all ready to just uh, push forward with or had plans to really move it forward, may have gone a bit dead in the water, may have felt like it lost its legs, it lost its momentum um, a bit at that time. And now at the end of November, when it turns around, I'm looking at the right time, yeah. Um, Yeah, from June 17th to November 23rd, it's been retrograde. So when it turns around, it's symbolic of, you, you might find that those things, uh, or whatever that project or that relationship or just that uh, kind of connection with yourself, maybe there were um, things that you might have an agreement with your body, <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna eat this and not that, or <laughs> there we're gonna, um, it, it might just be a, a an idea, it, you might find moving forward now um, uh, as the, we come to the end of November. I thought it'd be great to get a glimpse of this so that it doesn't hit us by January. We think, oh, wow, this is starting to move forward. We actually know the timing of it and we can work with it. That's the whole idea is to align with this energy. So you know how we're always set up to in our culture to start our new year resolutions on our Gregorian calendar new year, you know, the first of January. And let me tell you right away, this is probably more for the December talk, but this January is not when you want to set your, uh, not, in, not in 2018, not when you want to set things because uh, Mercury will still be um, in the retrograde zone and it, we're, we're not ready to move forward at that point at all. But end of November is a way to kind of psychically start thinking about this energy that maybe got a little log jammed, a little held up in um, in July and June. Is there 
does that ring bells for anyone? Does anybody have can think right away of something that was ready to move forward or an idea that started to spark or a relationship that began at that time and then kind of went <laughs> the wind out of the sails? Um, is there anything yeah. relevant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Janity. Hi, Janity. Because hi, I've already I, I've separately spoken to or talked to you about this um idea oh, I have okay. for a program that I, I want to run. Hello, yes. Neptune in the eleventh. I have been having so much trouble getting any traction on getting into the details. That I, that's why I'm laughing. It's like, well, bah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the stuff the stuff to do with presenting to groups, which is a you know. A thing I love to do, and so it's really mm. weird to come up with a brilliant idea that I'm really excited about, and then suddenly go, oh, all the like you said, that's that wind's gone out of its sails. That's exactly what yeah, it felt like. Took, yeah. Well, that's such a good example because the thing is, and it, it, gosh, because this could be a relationship. You could have a first date in June, and and mm-hmm. everything seems great, and then it. it Nothing seems to happen or the spark is or you start to question. The idea is it's almost like a, a reprieve period. It's like doesn't Bashar talk about a how does he put it? Um the manifesting I'm thinking, echo. Yes, that's it. I was gonna say second chances or something like that, but you get you get this um you explain it. Jeanette, well, I can't remember. It, yeah, I, I like the way he's described it. I haven't heard anyone. A lot of people talk about the buffer of time, but the way Bashar has talked about it is that w- look, when you first say what you want, at first your reality doesn't change at all. That's your chance to confirm that you really want what you said you wanted, and you confirm that by sticking, by staying true to your vision, your desired vision, not letting the current reality sway you from your desire, but you you hold true, you stick with your story about what you want, and um, that's like the, I, I had equated it in the past, like when you're going to click off of Facebook before you finished your comment, and it before you can click away, it says, uh, you haven't finished your post, are you sure you want to leave yeah. this page? It's, it's, it's your chance to confirm that, yes, indeed, this is what I what I want. That's yeah. That's exactly it. And it seems like a long time, but I, you know, months and months. Like, how much time do we need to know if we want to get off this page or not? <laughs> Definitely, click, click, click. <laughs> um, have you ever had this thing where you're you actually have finished or you've canceled something and it still won't let you click away, and I end up closing the whole tab um, browser? I don't know because it, I get frustrated with it. Um, like things that happen fast. But but the idea is that um, I think it gives a real chance to get in touch with your core values around what I guess what's motivating it. What is 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 why are you there? Why are you showing up for this? Why has this become a goal? And I think if we can tune in to our higher self, it's Neptune. Hey, so uh, tuning in and being. Able to get to that kernel, you know, that core feeling of of what is is the the essence of this manifestation and the des- I guess the essence of the desire, because that might be confused. You might be confused about that. 
not you. Well, that's always a good thing to, to, to dig deeper and get more clear about because when we can activate that essence, uh, I think it helps in a variety of ways that it, mm-hmm. sometimes things manifest even better than we were imagining when we are really just getting the core desire, which is always the feeling. I agree. So that's fun. That's a fun thing to look at. And if anybody's got their their uh, chart or anything, they want to comment on that. Um, other than Janet mentioned her experience, and you may find that you have to, yeah, um, you think on it. Like I'm sure something really intense was happening in June, and I'm going to have to go back and look at my. The way I do it is I go look at my uh, email uh, history. Mm-hmm for that around that time and then i know oh that's right i was talking to them about this or i was you know you can that's my way of that's my kind of journal <laughs> uh, checking so that's a good way to do it um, i know we've had a, a little bit of trouble with the line if anyone can't um uh, hear put your hand up in the um in the chat my Skype, it's rain. It's been raining, and I'm still on copper wires, and um, it's all wonderful here. <laughs> oh, it's clear. I'm glad it's clear for. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, any other comments about this? Oh, we've got an echo now. I think you brought up by mentioning a problem with the line, Kim, because no one new has joined us. So, <laughs> no one. No, I don't see any new logins. I don't see any new callers. So I don't know who to mute. But I think it might be gone now. So talk now and see if it's better. Okay, let's test it now. Yay! Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that. Sorry, that was just yeah. Me and my big mouth. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Nobody's. Nobody's um, putting their hand up. So, so the the other thing uh, that we might want to look at is the new moon, which happens shortly thereafter. So, if you get, I'm just trying to help you map out the timing of the month. So, if uh, we're starting backwards at the end of the month and moving closer to where we are now, but if you have any revelations when when Neptune goes direct. Hold on until the new moon. You can check your time zones for the uh, exact uh, date and time. But on the, um, oh no, it's twenty. It's twenty six Scorpio. Sorry, I was thinking it was the twenty sixth of November. Uh, it's the eighteenth of November at twenty six Scorpio. So, okay. it, yeah, that um, what you'll find with the when the uh, new moon comes in there the. It's an overpowering energy to push forward. You really want to make something happen. And the idea is to um, have a lot of patience, I think. I think from now till the um, mid-January, we one of our mantras is everything in, its, in the grace of its own time. <laughs> patience, uh, everything is unfolding uh, perfectly without any push. We do you get the idea? We just need to really relax because we've got Mercury into the retrograde zone. I can talk about that if that's especially for people who have planets in Sagittarius uh, are going to and your Sagittarius area of life is going to be hit up with this pretty strongly. Um, that's that's coming up straight away. 
and uh, and we also have the the Saturn Uranus trine. So <laughs> you can see that there's a lot going on. There's it's a kind of combination of urge to move forward, really move things forward, especially with that new moon, and at the same time uh, this almost seemingly counter intention from the universe saying um relax rethink rest more um allow more there's definitely a big allowing component to what's happening um so it's not i think this is why i selected so many things to talk about here because (laughs) it's not just one energy saying focus here go for it this is what's happening uh, it's a it's a real party up there for for November, and important to realize that if you do feel this really strong urge to move forward, take it inward, um, go in and go deeper with exploring core values or the essence of your desire or where you just um, feeling out where you are with a relationship or the, your relationship to your work or your profession, your career, or your body or your health. Tune into what where that is going for you. And then allow the external events to unfold in the grace of their own time. Does that, does that make sense? I, yes, I think it makes would, sense. But for those of us, Kim... I maybe I speak for someone besides just me, but you know the intentions I had for 2017, the ones that aren't finished. I'm still looking at the calendar, going, I can still do it. I've got not quite two months to get it done. Uh, but waiting until the last, till the end of November of December, that doesn't seem ideal either. Just because it's around the holidays, there are just a couple no. of things that I meant to, that I wanted to show people like new features at GVU and such that I recognize, okay, unveiling this during a Mercury retrograde might not be my best bet. Okay, this is a really good point. This is exactly what I wanted to get anchored into so we could look at the practical application of this. We New intentions for the new year definitely wait till like mid uh, well into into January. It's not a New Year's Eve thing. Um, definitely celebrate, and but just go very general with, yoo-hoo, New Year, all new things, you know, new chances. But then I wouldn't set anything. And like you said, don't – the idea is you don't want the energy of waiting to let something happen because that's holding back mm-hmm. a, a natural uh, drive. And like I said – especially with Moon in Scorpio, which is ruled by Mars, there is a very powerful drive to move forward. And at the same time, it's sort of like, okay, if you've got this map and you've, you're going somewhere you've never been before and you're looking at the map or you get up your um, – cars have tell you how, where to go now. Um, <laughs> I, do, I ride a bicycle, so I'm not sure. My bike doesn't do this, but I think cars do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you however you engage with uh going into new territory looking at the map you do that you don't nor you don't just get in the car these days and just floor it <laughs> in down a street you've never been whizzing by signs that might be your turn off right so you don't 
there, there's a balance between um, studying up and looking, um, making a kind of a strategy, it, a, an ease. Uh, it's not a, like a hardcore strategy that you're strapped to. Um, you you want to ingrain some ease into that, uh, a bit of strategy so that you go, you know, just ease the pedal <laughs> down and progress forward. But here's the Here's the timing I would go with this, especially because you have moon in Scorpio. So this is your one time in the year that you get your Scorpio new moon. And by golly, <laughs> you're going to want Yeah, I'm not blowing it with something retrograde mercury. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not going to let that um, muck things up. So here's what I would do. In, in the house where mercury is retrograde, which is going to be between 7 and 28 Sagittarius, so that is your 11th house, I think. 11th yeah, and 12th, maybe into the 12th or maybe just 11th. Get your get your chart up and have a look. Um, that area of life is where you honor the Mercury retrograde. See, these are like gods, and you just want to build an altar to each god. So in this sense, you honor Mercury by reflecting in that area of life and interestingly that's around groups but it's also friendships and anything niggling or if there's any kinks in the vibe around friendships putting focus into that during this time honors mercury so while mercury is being honored you're paying homage to this you're aligning yourself with this energy because it's your opportunity to see things in that area of life that you otherwise would miss while pushing forward <laughs> into other directions. So um, think about the 11th house and where this is happening. Friendships, groups, and, and uh, like-minded others, yes, but also your goals for the future. The other cool thing about the 11th is that it is the um, money earned by the profession, right? It's the second house to the 10th. So it's your... Um, your business's financial plan. So you could look, you know, look at that. So you'll, so it'll, it'll pop. Whatever, it'll, it'll tweak to you, uh, resonate with you. What um, feels like needs a little meditation, a little reflection, a little care and understanding. And you do that, and while, and you keep, you do that for um, this whole period of uh, the retrograde period and you'll get amazing benefits from it at the same time there is no reason for you not to finish up intentions that you set um months and months and months ago especially if you feel inspired to if you feel like oh i could get this slip this in but you just don't go blindly you do it uh with awareness with uh, respect okay. and awareness, knowing that there are things. And you might push, let's say you do some new things in, or in GVU, and because it is a group and a bit of an 11th house, and and in many senses it's an 11th house um, operation, um, you may find new insights that first come up as, oh, that wasn't what I expected, but the information that you get is going to be uh, it's going to be gold. Sweet. So right. we're not afraid of this, and we don't we don't let it stop us dead in the water. But we do it with 
awareness and respect and honoring what we're doing. So you get very zen about it. Does, does that make sense? Makes really good sense. Thank you, Kim, for elaborating. I hope someone else got some insights from that as well. So this goes for everyone. You can look at your chart and see where that um, 7 to 28 degrees of Sagittarius is. Oh. And uh, you do exactly what I said. Find a way to be respectful, reflective, um, considerate within yourself and your beliefs and your desires. Go very zen with it. And then um, as you move forward in these other ways Neptune going direct is going to be wonderful energy and uh, the new moon then you you can learn from whatever comes up and because you're you have so much awareness on it nothing's gonna it's just not going to knock you off the path at all you're going to go right okay this this is going to help me it's going to help me here Kim, this is awesome stuff. I have a question about, um, and I think I know the answer, <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, so this is happening in seventh and eighth house for me, uh, the Mercury retrograde. And eighth house is the second house to the seventh, which is why it's, I'm guessing why it's shared resources. Um, yes. And imme- immediately that whole notion about, you know, being considerate of myself, learn- going within, do it because I, I am currently doing work that is completely aligned to this which I love and the question becomes in an area where it's very pointedly about the other the single other rather than the group or the collective or whatever um, what's the best way to navigate that I know that the other is really not the other it's the self anyway but um, have you got any suggestions for people who are in a similar situation where it's you know, it's it's pointing a spotlight on the one-to-one relationship with one other person in some way because it's really tempting in that scenario to kind of go, well, how do I honour things that are happening in this house that's supposedly about this one-to-one relationship and I be considerate of myself? And it brings up that whole question about, you know, whose needs come first, etc. cetera. Mm. I mean, did I just kind of answer the question? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really good question, and it is. Um, it is a. It's so interesting because our our GVA member call is going to be about Mars and anger and aggression, healthy aggression and aggressive aggression, and that whole balance between I am for myself, but if I'm paraphrasing it famous statement but if I'm only for myself then what of the other I have no other so um, this is a it's almost an existential (laughs) question is one of the largest (laughs) philosophical questions on the uh, in existence is how to be for ourselves and for the other and so instead of trying to solve a um, quite possibly unsolvable philosophical um, problem you've just put awareness on it you just Mm. even notice it you might even you know how we might go through a relationship where there are times when we have upper hand and and then uh, then we feel like we've lost that power and there's things fluctuate well 
often we just go through it and react. We get angry or we feel victimized or we feel like throwing it all out. Or So this time, at this time, uh, with these con- uh, transits, we don't shoot from the hip, react. It's very tricky with the Sagittarius who wants to shoot from the hip. But <laughs> take Sagittarius <laughs> to that next philosophical level and just notice, oh, this, I'm feeling that, tune into what you're feeling, tune into what the, uh, the other person is feeling, see what you can do about boundaries, because it, this is ultimately what's happening with relationship, is where do I end and they begin? And there are so many levels of that. And just putting awareness on it and, and observing, and even noticing where, I want to, you know, you might feel like I want to punch someone. Okay, so maybe you go for, <laughs> go for a walk or go for a run or go hit the punching bag or d- uh, take a martial arts class or do, you know, wrestle with the dogs, whatever it does that helps you burn your adrenaline, definitely do that. But in just being aware, just being aware if, when your buttons are pushed or when the balance is fluctuating uh, or if you remember that other people other people are going to it's it's that sort of out of the mouth of babes it's other people are going to say things that your higher self or your gremlins or some aspect of yourself wants to say to you and depending on how that feels this is my, the way i tell whether where it's reflecting like if someone says something to you and it fe- it feels like peace or even if it's painful it feels like relief or peace i feel like it's a higher self um uh, synchronicity it's a higher self uh message and um <laughs> it, and if if it rankles and my hackles go up and it feels like well maybe that's that's a gremlin or maybe i'm in resistance and i can look at that too but it's a long answer here, but the idea is, again, just put awareness on it and treat it a little bit differently than you normally do, i.e. Yeah, step that... outside, be a, more of a, an observer and see what that feels like, even for a moment. Then you can jump back into the part and have the fight or do the <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever. It's not all negative, but um, not that fights are necessarily negative, but do you see what I mean? Mm, That's the yes. way to honor and, it. And the, the minute you said that, the 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 sense I got is that the the question had a flawed premise in it, which is the question assumed that it's either or. And it's and it has to be and and in some way. And I think that's I think that awareness, putting the awareness on it, is how I would get to that. So thank you. Mm. That's awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because yeah, that is huge. And I think someone else, oh, guest eleven, um, said something with her seventh house relationship, hers or his. So um, hopefully that that helps me. Makes sense. I think that's well. Marilyn. Yeah, that's Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marilyn, great. Okay, yeah. Hi. Um, Hi. I know you had some trouble. Oh, you are in now. Hi. In um, Kim, did you see Michael's question in chat about? How oh, this... I do now. Yeah. Okay, so Mercury retrograde um, 
conjunct your name. Okay, so it's a Mercury return. The first thing I would do would, is to map it out and look at um, if you get the return three times or if mm. it um, is just once. Um, you'll know what I mean when you look at your chart. So if your Mercury is in the middle of the retrograde, if it's, you know, at 20 Sagittarius, um, I'm not looking at your chart right now, but if it's, let's say it's 20 Sagittarius and Mercury is going to go forward and back. Oh, it's 12. Okay. So what you want to do is, you know, that Mercury is, um, What I'll do is I'll just get the ephemeris. I've got the echo again. I think it's Marilyn. All right, I got it handled. Sorry, Sorry, Marilyn. Marilyn. I'll I'll unmute you when we look at yours. Yeah. Okay, so here in the chat, I'm just posting the... um, This is my favorite ephemeris online for uh, checking the transits of well any transits and you can type in mercury and uh, the dates and you can see how many if mercury is going to go forward backwards and forwards again over your um that's 10 days no uh, your natal mercury and what that will mean is that you get three mercury returns in a very short period of time and what do we have here it turns around at 13 <laughs> so you just miss it you get the one mercury return and that's on november 15th um the adjust it for your time zone obviously uh, but mercury goes back to 13 degrees of sagittarius and then turns around forward so you your mercury return will be like any other mercury return it's happening not on the retrograde which sets you up for a more straightforward year (laughs) i think years when we have uh, mercury retrogrades at three times over our mercury is we make a lot of changes in uh, in the program in that short six-week period of time that it's in the zone and, and so forth. So you're, what I'm saying is that you, your Mercury is highlighted. The fact that it's retrograde in your third house for obviously a longer period of time gives you a chance to reconsider choices and decisions you've made since Mercury went into that house. So go to the online ephemeris, map out your timing, of when Mercury entered the third house and when it actually leaves. It may be spending a long, long time there. And realize that it gives you a chance to work on a third house issue. It might be with a sibling. It might be with communication, speaking, writing, um, connecting in some way. It might be have to do with something in the neighborhood. All those third house things, and uh, an idea that you have that you're developing, uh, you get more time to spend with it, and don't be disheartened if you you discover that what you thought was moving forward some suddenly feels like the bottom's dropped out, uh, because that is simply an opportunity to reform or restructure or rethink or pull something new in that you hadn't considered. Um, it's the universe 
uh, really giving you that um, manifesting echo, that second chance of uh, re-looking, adjusting your intention, that sort of thing. So that's how I would be um, I would be approaching it. So again, everybody, if oh, you're welcome, and if. If anyone's uncertain where Mercury is going retrograde in their chart and your chart's um, up and handy, uh, pop it in there and we'll have a look for you. Uh, we are probably going to talk more about this in um, on our December call mm, along with, you know, how, how and when to jump forward with those New Year's resolutions and uh, the whole idea of wrapping up the year. But it's definitely our time to focus on the house that this is happening in. Joe just said, um, oh, you're welcome, Michael. Thanks for, um, thanks for the chance to, to talk about it. Joe just said it's happening in her 12th house. Somebody always has to say it's happening in my 12th. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, dang, if I could show a movie or read a poem or show a painting or something, uh, play some music, we might get an essence of the 12th house. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I have to put it into words. But, for yeah. But, Joe, you've got um, – Joe, if your chart's there, pop it, pop it up the link so we can look at it. But I know it's in the gallery. But you may not have access. You might just be, oh, no, you'd be on your computer because you're in the chat. Um, you've got sun. Do you have sun Saturn? you got sun something in the in the uh, 12th anyway. So this is just such an important place for you. And it, it's, it's almost, it's such a paradox to me anyway, especially having the sun there because it's like, the sun is saying to be distinct, um, you know, at nine degrees. Okay, so it's not retrograde over your sun either. It passes straight through, which is um, cool as well. Um, the, the sun is saying to be distinct, and Sagittarius is saying to, you know, go explore new horizons and breakthroughs and, and push past the glass ceiling and all these very external and um, energetic things, and it's all happening in the 12th house, which is, it's where the fog rolls in. It's where we are, uh, we're, we're swimming in, the, in the, the sea of the collective unconscious. It's about dreams. It's about what happens when you go to sleep. <laughs> it's about, um, which apparently is a tremendous lot. More so, Shakespeare was very good about that. Uh, what actually happens when we sleep? But the the bottom line is, Mercury retrograde there is you've got to really ease up on yourself, uh, ease up on your personal expectations and any any internal dialogue that is being a bit harsh or telling you it's not happening fast enough or we've got such a propensity to say, oh, the year's over, what have I done? I know you've done a heck of a lot, but I hope you know that (laughs) and you give yourself credit for it. But ideally, you would have a holiday and you would just pretty much take this whole time off and do yoga and meditate and um, um, 
lay on the beach and walk on the in the sand and and uh, be in nature. How's that sound? <laughs> can you squeak out any of that? It's a it's a perfect time for a holiday and a holiday to just really honor you in all the the ways that you have uh, achieved and accomplished and uh, recognize the the wonder of your of your son in the twelfth and keep a dream journal. Have a um, listen to your dreams during this time because you've got uh, the con- unconscious is anxious to communicate at this time, and or I should say keen, not anxious sounds a little angsty, keen to communicate. And the unconscious communicates through symbols, so you might play with tarot cards, you might look at your astrology chart and just muse on the symbols, you might listen to your dreams and um, notice any synchronicities that come up uh, in in your life, and just muse in that. Also, just fill the tanks, fill the tanks, fill the tanks, go whatever nourishes you go to the the movies eat food you love uh read books you adore even if you have to work through this period to have those moments that you do have time for you tell yourself i'm on holiday i don't care if it's for two hours i don't care if it's your lunch break i'm on holiday and really feel it and yeah we can all st- all take that advice. Everybody in your um, wherever Mercury is uh, going through the retrograde pattern, and where all this is happening, and we've got so much in Sagittarius happening. We haven't even talked about the out of bounds um, yet. Fill fill the tanks and fill them first with just appreciation and. The cupcakes and the movies can follow. <laughs> Whatever lights you up. I'm in. More yoga. More, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. It's, I. It's, these calls help me so much because it, I actually, if I stop and listen to what I'm saying, um, I can. I want to apply that mm-hmm. for myself in my fourth house of home, which we know has been a, just a hot spot for <laughs> so long. That's a good I way to describe it. Like before, so yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Joe, for for um, bringing up the twelfth house, <laughs> which always um, makes me I had exercise. to re- I had to refresh yes. my chat, Kim. So I lost all the links that people posted at the top of the hour oh, with cool. their chart oh, okay. links. So my apologies oh, we've got to everyone chart links. for that. Okay. Um. We might have already covered some of them. We might have. We talked about Michael's chart. Yeah, I think there were actually we we weren't inundated. I don't know if we've got. um, Okay. I see Ming's here, but I where is Ming's chart? Ming, get your chart in the gallery. I want to be able to look (laughs) at it (laughs) when you're ready. Probably got. Scorpio somewhere doesn't want to put her chart. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know how. That's why, I, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, send it to me and I'll put it in there. But you got to do it before the call. <laughs> Not sorry. But, um, <clears throat> Guillaume's chart. Guillaume, did you want to um, 
Do you have, does this spark anything for you, Kim, as we talk about this? Because I know you've got your chart in there. Yeah, I'm just trying to think really um, what you're saying. Um, I can't think of anything that happened recently um, in terms of what you're saying, but uh, yeah. Let me think. No, I can't think of anything that happened to me recently, so that's what I was just trying to think really. I have to go through the chart. Well, the. If we're looking at, um, I know you were keen to look at this out of bounds, uh, Mercury out of bounds yeah. during this adventure. So we can uh, we can do that. And if anybody wants to know more about what the heck is she talking about, Mercury out of bounds, if you, I'm just going to find the link here. I've got a post that I just put up. Um, it's just very simplified. No big jargon. It's so simple I can't find the link. <laughs> I think it in here. Oh, here it is. It's in the call. We for all these calls we have a, a post where you can post questions and, and so forth. I should probably put that up. But I'm just gonna put this out of bounds link for anyone listening to call later too, because we I usually post these um the chats. It, what happens when a planet goes out of bounds means that it's out of the bounds of the ecliptic. And the ecliptic is just very simply the path of, well, it's the, from our perspective, it's the imaginary path of the sun around the earth, but it's where the sun travels and it never goes more than 23 degrees, 27 north or south of that center line, that ecliptic. And when a planet, the, the sun won't go out of bounds ever. Everything else is fair game and periodically planets do go out of bounds if you want to know if you were born with a planet out of bounds because that's always interesting uh you need to look at the declinations and we've got posts um on that and how to do that and uh, email me if you you're curious and want to move forward looking at that uh but for now i've got the date so i'm going to put another link in here again for you guys and for anyone listening to the call this is the oh, it's actually it's working so good i love to talk to you um this is the link for the actual call and there's just little uh, bits and pieces of information here for you and we can first look at mercury going out of bounds from the 9th of november to the 7th of December, and I think he gets up to 24 or 25 degrees um, north of the ecliptic. Now, what that means, and that's between 7 and 28 degrees of Sagittarius. So this is probably ringing bells. The Why it's so interesting is because it's in the phase of the, it's in the same degree pattern of the Mercury retrograde. So think of it as a big setup, right? A big um, activation of that area of life. And where you have, if we go to Gam's chart as the example, where you have between seven and 28 degrees of Sagittarius is where this Mercury out of bounds is. And out of bounds planets as a transit they act, they behave outside the expected 
they become a bit more trickster-like. They take things to the extreme. Um, I've got a, I've got a grandson. I've got a couple of them, but I've got one that always, you know, those kids that and probably adults, they always take it just a little too far. Like it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, push too far. <laughs> and um, you're probably all familiar with this. It, this is the out of bounds planet is going to push. And if we are aware that it's going to go a bit zany, that it is going to behave erratically, that it is going to push take things to that uh, next level when we're saying oh my god you didn't just say that or you didn't just do that um that didn't just happen well it did and if we know the area of life where that is going we can work with this energy and we can get excited about it and realize that you know when you go to a movie and you know you're going to see a drama or a thriller or a sci-fi you you know you can kind of get yourself geared up for it. Like if you go in and you, you, you're going to see a, a fantasy, um, you're not expecting it to be a documentary, right? So you're not going to be disappointed that um, it's not sticking to known historical facts or um, uh, plausible future um, um, accomplishments. It's going to take you somewhere else. So, Looking at where Mercury is going out of bounds gives you a chance to know what kind of movie you're going to see in that area of life. And it's going to be um, extreme. It's going to be more extreme. And so you you buckle up and you buy the popcorn and you sit there and you um, enjoy the ride. Okay. So, Guillaume, in your chart, of course, this is going to be focused mostly in your second house. Does that Does that bring anything up for you? Um, hang on, second house, second house. Uh, what's that to do with? Uh, again? Well, um, okay, so we look at, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um, think of the second house first as your house of resources. So it's the innate talents that you have and the talents that you develop and you know, the skills, honing your craft, um, becoming more of of who you can possibly be. It has to do with our money and finances as well. And it's taking the ability to take our skills and our abilities out in the world and uh, bring in that remuneration. It's the feeling of being able to take care of ourselves, look after ourselves, stand on our own. I had a client a few years back, um, extremely talented woman, extremely creative artist, and she was married to this extremely wealthy man. And she had this packed second house. And she couldn't figure out what was – she had so much struggle going on with the relationship, with her art, with everything. And uh, simply because her her big thing – she had son in the second house. Her big thing was to know that she could make it on her own. Now – if somebody told her that before she married the extremely wealthy man, <laughs> she might have been able to just hold off that engagement for a while while she developed herself in her own right and then, you know, connect with whoever you want. But this is just a nutshell example. The second house is that, do you get the idea? It's the feeling of knowing that your capabilities sustain you. Your core values are being lived out in your life and sustaining you and helping you not just sustain but flourish. 
makes perfect sense. Um, I, I can actually I can actually share something about that about the money situation. Okay. Um, I, I did this yesterday and um, last Thursday. There was a lady who wanted to do a feet to healing swap because I've I've done feet to healing, and um, we we took it in turns to to work on us to work on each other. And yes. I worked on her with with her health problems, and then when she when she worked on me, I asked her if she could work on my um, abundance blocks, and she did manage to kill a lot of it out uh, just yesterday actually. So um, that might be, that might be what what you're probably um, talking about. And um, I she said something. About, oh yes, she said something about um, bringing me more opportunities. Hmm. Beautiful. Yes, that's the that is the feeling of it, and you can expect to um, just hang on to that vibration, which is really positive, and the know that you have the opportunity to grow that, to nurture that, and to um, anything that happens during this period where this is um, highlighted is helping you along that way. Right. Okay. If that if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We've also got Venus growing out of bounds. Um, December. This is why the end of this year is <laughs> like there's these radical, really fun things happening. Um, I love that over Christmas, Venus relationship will be out of bounds and all those families will be getting together. So I'm laughing, like, because this is a funny movie. This is the comedy, right, where you get the family dinners and that really great dialogue where um, the the thing is just laugh. Just whatever comes up, whatever is revealed um, is a is a chance to um, yeah you just want to really really go with this. This is happening in the latter degrees of uh, twenty five Sag to eleven Capricorn. Obviously, people with planets in pretty much anywhere from seven Sag to eleven Capricorn. Um, over the next uh, couple months, are going to have a lot of stimulation of that area of life, and um, again, focusing on the house or houses. It's definitely happening. Did you see uh, Ming's chart link, Kim? Let me see. Okay, because we've got time for one more. Is that all right, Ming? If we could look at your chart. Yes. Yeah, I would appreciate oh. it. Thank you. Did you have a specific, um, did any of this bring stuff up, or do you want to just look at where your Sagittarius action is? Yeah, let's look where the action is. (laughs) Why don't we just put all our planets in one place here, Maine? (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Holy macaroni. (laughs) And then all that 12th house. You know, all those things I was saying about the 12th house. Yes. This is, Yeah. And you use your 12th house majorly That's where for that. she plays. Yeah, she lives yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so important. It's in Virgo, small animals, right? Right. <laughs> just like, you don't need your chart to know what you need to do. Um, <laughs> this is the, um, let's look at this Sag action, because that's what we've been talking about. First of all, 
hang on, I'm just taking it all in. Can I ask, because your Pluto's right opposite of Neptune, or Neptune, transiting Neptune's opposite your Pluto right now. And uh, Was there anything that rang a bell for June-ish goals, desires, wanting to move forward, and then feeling like this lull of the tide kind of went out? Um, Or does that Uh, just not? Yeah. Yeah, no, there were some things I was trying to accomplish, and they kind of seem to be popping back in now. Like you said, the push. So, mm, so you might you might find that over the next few weeks, aside from all the other out of bounds retrograde stuff going on, that the flow, you just really feel it, feel it as an ocean. Feel the, you know that the tide has pulled out uh, and been out for a while, and you're going to feel it coming in. And the waves just uh, moving you along to this new shore, this new um, new path, mm-hmm. and it's gonna it's gonna feel really good because the idea was great, right? The idea was really um, what Neptune kind of gave us a glimpse of back in May and June. Uh, is it, it was spot on, and and it was maybe felt a bit disheartening or disappointing to have it just not really manifest um, or move forward the way we thought it would. And now with the Neptune um, direct, it's going to be this whoosh, just energy wow. behind it. You get more more energy behind it. So that's nice. exciting. That's yes, exciting. Thank you. The house where you. Um, we have Mercury out of bounds is is your third house of communication. So it's the same as Michael's. Did you, um, when I talked to him, but you probably weren't thinking, oh, that's me <laughs> too. <laughs> but um, so I'll just reiterate communication ideas that you have connections with, Siblings or those partway related, like cousins or um, um, that kind of family connection. Uh, things in your neighborhood. Um, are you settled in your um, home situation? You're no no plans yep. to move. Nope. You're set. Yes. I'm settled. Yep. Okay, so it might be a new a chance to deepen connections within the neighborhood, or um, you might have a surprise connection there i think we always Mm. get a bit of that trickster energy uh where mercury goes out of bounds and where uh mercury uh is retrograding and this is a feeling of uh rethinking lines of communication any courses that you want to teach any courses you want to take uh things that you're learning um public speaking Mm -hmm. and the really cool thing is that it's also i'm just going back to my ephemera tab uh okay i'm just going to give you a couple dates here november oh november 24th so that's very thanksgiving-ish isn't it or it's different each year depending on it's always a thursday is that right anyway Around September, uh, November (laughs) 24th, September's in a different universe. Uh, Hang on, there's more. December 11th, you just jot these down on your calendar or in your notebook. And 
ta-da, January 23rd. All right, those dates, think of them as the November one on your marks. You're uh-huh. ready to move forward. You've got this strong idea. This is all happening on your IC, the cusp of your fourth house. So it's around home, home business, things that you do out of the home, um, your connection to family members. It's perfect timing. Of course, this time of year where most of us do have some kind of family reunion or, or connection there. Okay, so on your marks in November. Get set in December. So that December date, uh, more information comes in. It feels like, why hasn't this moved forward? Why has this been, you know, why did this um, fall apart or fall apart? But why, why isn't it happening yet? Don't worry about those thoughts. Just know it's get set. That's your motto. That's your, your mantra. Get set. And then uh, 6th, 7th of January, whoosh, things go. It's, uh, moving moving forward. And to, to plan anything around that kind of timing that you want to uh, initiate, just that's what you want to work with. Great. Thank you, Kim. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it's very clear. You know, you've got your... Um, that's opposite your midheaven too. So I'm thinking that we could go um, a new a new idea around career um, and it's and yeah, it's a T, it's going to make a T square with your son. So oh. career goals will have something to do with it, but they stem from the home. They come from the home base. Cool. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I work from home. Everything I create is from well, home. That, yeah. That that would do it. <laughs> that would absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? We'll watch this. Space. I'm so glad we got your chart in the gallery now. <laughs> that Thank you. Took four years. Um, no. See, <laughs> 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 things are moving forward. <laughs> Yay. Okay. We got to look at some fun charts today. Thanks everyone for yeah. joining us for this discussion. Yeah. And Kim for giving us yeah. such great insights. Oh, thanks for everybody. Thank you for being here. I hope that wasn't too shotgun approach with having the lots of different things to talk about. I hope it didn't, um, wasn't mind boggling in any way. Um, trying to keep it simple, but also give you guys um, some fun information. I'll just give you one more link before we go, and I'm going to find it right here. This is this. We didn't actually get a chance to go into the Saturn square Uranus um, transit, which is exact on the 11th. And so, if you want to know more about that, there's a link to it, and uh, you can ask questions on the in the uh, comments of that post, and we can. Take it from there. If your chart's in the gallery, we can look at where this is happening for you. We, The GVA members, we talked about this pretty extensively um, a couple weeks ago. So, Okay, you guys. <laughs> we all good? Yes. Yeah. Great call, yeah. Kim. Thanks again. Thank you, Kim. Thanks, yeah. everyone, Thank for joining us. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Jeanette. Thanks, 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 Jeanette.